Hello, and thank you for joining us for today's Thought for the Day. A lot of people in the world at the moment feel trapped in their homes. And when you do get the opportunity to leave your house, which is only for the essentials, you find when you go to a store, there's all kinds of restrictions in place. The store where you'd normally buy hardware items, you can, but they did sell food as well. You can only buy food and all the other areas are cordoned off. This, this applies all over the world, in America, in the UK. It's very frustrating and, and very restrictive for us all. And it's something new that we've all got to deal with. And even when you're out, if you do happen to come across another human being, we're encouraged to stay two metres apart now, which is the latest government advice, certainly in the UK. And I think it may be six feet still in America. But experiencing all these restrictions can probably help us better understand the meaning of the yoke of slavery that the Apostle Paul talks about in Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. You see, there were those in the ecclesia of Galatia who hindered you from obeying the truth. Verse 7, just as we've been hindered from engaging in our normal lives. The virus Paul talks about, though, constricts and puts demands on people that prevented them from following Christ. Paul counters the power of this spiritual virus by reminding his readers that Christ has set us free. Verse one, we already have a vaccine and took advantage of it by our baptism into Christ. Despite the Galatians were still afraid, they still thought that the restrictions placed upon them before they had the vaccine were required. Well, maybe we feel a little bit like that when the restrictions from the coronavirus are lifted and the vaccine perhaps is available. Will it work? Should I still stay six feet away from my fellow human? Should we still have all our meetings and classes over Zoom or can we start attending the ecclesial gatherings again? Should I continue to hoard toilet paper and other um, hand sanitizing devices and, and things like that. The difficulty we have with freedom in Christ is that it feels so counterintuitive and even unsafe. This was especially true for former Jews. Their minds had been trained to live according to restrictions, having our behavior defined by very clear boundaries that make us feel secure. When those boundaries are taken away in Christ, we naturally want to with, uh, redraw them. And that's what's happened to the Galatians. When we can define our religion by concrete things, we can see, as was the case with those pushing circumcision in the Galatian Ecclesia, then we know we're on the right track toward the kingdom. Except we're not really on the right track at all. The sort of religion hinders us from obeying the truth. It's counterintuitive because surely if we have the boundaries clearly defined, then we know what it means to obey the truth. It's right there in front of us in black and white. The abstract and invisible quality of faith, along with freedom in Christ, doesn't tell us what I ought to do. So we go back to defining our religion by rituals, avoidance of certain behaviours, dress code and so on. But however safe we feel cocooned in our homes, 
cordoning off non-essential items and staying six to 12 feet away from tax collectors and sinners, for example, none of it helps us fulfill the purpose of God. Paul provides the answer to our predicament in Galatians chapter 5. The first thing he does is provide the necessary balance. For if you were called to freedom, brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Verse 13. Freedom in Christ is not a license to do whatever we want. We are free from the restrictions of the law based religion. But just like when the coronavirus vaccine comes along, that doesn't mean that we can ignore good hygiene and healthy living. Instead of licentiousness, Paul says, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. Verse 13 and 14. Love then is another invisible act abstract quality which cannot be seen, measured or touched, but it is the answer to everything. Every single law is based on the outworking of love. One of my favourite examples is where it says in the law of Moses that a farmer was not to reap all his feed field, but to leave a corner for the poor untouched. The question is, how big is a corner? You see, it's simple to obey the law, but by only leaving one square inch for the poor to take advantage of it. But is that really obeying the truth? You see, when we set our boundaries for ourselves and others, we tend to make sure that they're convenient. We're all very good at that, aren't we? But if we, through love, serve one another, then we make sure that the size of the corner is expressing our love for the poor of the land. Obeying the truth doesn't come from following rituals and defining outward behaviour. It comes from developing the invisible qualities Paul lists at the end of the chapter, the fruits of the Spirit. When we walk by the Spirit in verse 16, for example, our outward appearance is meaningless. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. When the coronavirus restrictions are lifted and, you know, that may or may not be the case and we have our freedom back, let's remember this lesson. The world will be changed. It will be a changed place and no doubt restrictions will be enforced to make sure something like this doesn't happen again. But when we can stand within six feet of other again and give one another a hug, let's make sure that the decision where the corner of our field is based on is an abundance of love. Thank you for joining us for today's Thought for the Day. We pray that you found it helpful and encouraging and uplifting. May God be with you all. Amen.